Cast, and I am Steve Miggs, and I am here with the Reverend Enfuego. Hello. Glenn Cannon. Hi. And I love it. We've got our friends from Lion Pride Music hanging out with us. We've got Levi Lion. Yeah. we got my man Rich over there that takes us to yeah. and from Spokane. Keeps yeah. us safe. He's, he's a legend uh, with the donkeys <laughs> and our, trip, our Easter weekend trips and everything else. And then, very excited, we have uh, Levi's mom hanging with us as well, Linda. <laughs> Linda Lion. Hi. It's a family <laughs> affair going on today. It's good to have you here. Thank and you. We'll talk to you in a little bit because I want to hear some stories about Le- uh, Think about some fun I, Levi Lyons yes. stories. <laughs> All right, cool. That so was coming. Uh, before we get to anything, Levi, you've got uh, an incredible s- slew of events that are going to be happening towards the end of uh, November into December. Um, and I know we have a guest on, but real quick before we chat with our guest, uh, what, what do we have coming up? Uh, leading into all this. It's the big Long Beach Rehab uh, DJ Yella Tour coming up uh, starting November uh, 26th and then uh, ending uh, Saturday, December 1st down at the J&M Cafe. And if you just type in Lion Pride Music on Facebook, you'll be able to get all the information. Also, Lion Pride Music on on the internet and all that good stuff. All that good stuff. Or type in Long Beach Rehab. Uh, don't just type in Rehab because then all this other stuff, Long Beach Rehab, <laughs> uh, <laughs> <other> stuff <laughs> pops up. But. You know, people who listen to us probably should also type in Rehab. Yeah, yeah. as a secondary <laughs> search after you get hip to what Levi's doing. But we have uh, someone who's a part of this whole, whole thing. And obviously, people who are fans of Sublime, once you hear Long Beach, you know that, uh, that there's going to be a, a heavy Sublime influence as well. But there's also a Green Day influence. Too. We've got Raj on the phone. Raj. What's up? What's up? How are you, my man? Doing great. How are you guys doing out there? Doing fantastic, my man. So uh, I would lo- I'm would. i excited to talk to you because uh, obviously there's, uh, like Levi was telling me, there's a Green Day documentary that's being in the works. And uh, and for, for obviously hardcore Green Day fans, they're going to be like, oh, cool. But uh, tell everybody your history and your involvement with Green Day. So... Uh Back when we were in elementary school, uh, we started together, uh, started playing, and we played all the way up until uh, about 1990 um, when, if you watch the documentary, you'll actually see um, there's uh, scenes in there where I was just at a show and I was just, I was done with it, dude, and I didn't think we were going anywhere, and it was just getting to be a rat race, and I said, it and literally left my drum kit there and said goodbye. <laughs> Wait, so you just in the middle of the show, you're like, you know what? No, not at the middle of the show. At the end of the show. Okay, so okay. I said, <laughs> that is epic. Actually, if, you watch, if you watch the documentary, Billy will tell you. He says, man, we had a great show and then all of a sudden, we left. So, <laughs> so what was going on in your head at that moment where you just like, screw it and, and, and you walked off? Was there something? Were you mad at the band? Were you just done with the whole vibe? What was going on? Just a lot of things, man. It's, uh, um, as you know, you know, groups are like revolving doors, man. They're in, they're out and everything else. And it's just, um, I just, uh, I wanted to make some money, you know? And mm-hmm. so, uh, I, uh, I went and, um, I, I got a career in the masonry field and, uh, still continue my music obviously as well. And, right. um, I just, uh, I think I went a little different uh, direction and um, you know um, the movie's called uh, Turn It Around. It is actually out now, um, and uh, yeah, uh, watch it. There's 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 a lot of good truth in there. And there's a lot of stuff that's not true in there. So uh, I'm waiting for somebody to up and say, "Hey, what is the real truth?" In the you know, <laughs> what, what's something that pops in when you were watching? You're just like, "That is so far from the truth." And uh, what, what was it that made you think that? Uh, well. The, the funny part is, is that when you watch the beginning of the movie, the actual movie, it says, uh, 
you know how how I I was an initiator. Anybody that knows me knows that I'm a I'm a go getter. I'm a I'm a goer. I'm the one that makes get done. So, um, you know, I uh, I went through and got a lot of done, and uh, a lot of other people do talking and not get the done, and I just I don't know. <laughs> no, I hear it. So then, uh, when 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 you're watching as like this band grows, like you see, okay, then have, uh, uh, was it Scott? I think was the next drummer uh, for the band, if I remember correctly. Uh, I can't remember. Or John, John, and then obviously yeah, Trey Cool. Then after that, what, what's your take on Green Day as they've grown from when you were playing with those guys to where they are now? I mean, they're a phenomenal band, and I love them to death, and I love them as as pros and everything else. Um, and they put out good music, uh, you know. Um, I'm still cool with everybody. Obviously, I, it's just that, to be honest with you, I didn't get the credit that I deserved. Yeah, I hear you. If you want to know, if you want to know the truth of it all, I mean, this wouldn't have happened had had uh, uh, my uh, father not opened up his home to us to be able to make tons of noise all day long and all night long. Um, then uh, this wouldn't have happened. Uh, I mean, it, not that it wouldn't have happened, but you know what I'm saying. There's just there's a lot of credit that. At the beginning of the movie, it shows how I, I go and help make all these things happen. And then at the very end, if you go to the deleted scenes, there's a scene in there that's called Roger's Drum Kit. And um, and it, um, and it he, he says, you know, Raj, remember, and he goes, but he was only uh, filling in or something like that. And it's just like, it, it's just like that was a smack in my face, so I kind of want to come back with a rebuttal movie. <laughs> no, I hear that, man. That would be yeah. If you're watching that, and you're just like you son of a bitch, man. I've done a little bit more you know, than just we filling in. Shows together. We played at the Mabuhay Gardens, Rock on Broadway, when uh, Paul Bailoff was running it, the lead singer of Exodus at the time. Nice. You know, uh, so you know, um, it, it'd be like it'd be like doing shows with Levi, you know, in the local scene, and then all of a sudden you you, you blow up, and you don't want to give credit to one of your homies that you played for. Years with. Take me with you, bro. <laughs> you, you, know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and I walked away. It's not like you guys kicked me out or I sucked. You get what I'm saying? So, you know, it's, it's just, it's okay, though. But I, I wish them the best. And, and I mean, nobody can say anything bad about them. They, they made it. They did it. You know, who's got a, uh, a musical Broadway? I don't. <laughs> None of us do, actually, except for them. Yeah, that's a very good point. <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm going to give credit where credit's due, and they're they're amazing, you know, um, and I have much love for them. And, you know, I, I see them from time to time. It's just I, I wish that, that everybody could be real, and the reason why I feel that they're doing that is because they don't want to, you know, give me the credit and get me paid where I should get paid. <laughs> so. Now, do you have uh, a... Uh, a fun story, though, of, of the early days of you guys, you know, jamming. Like, is there a favorite memory of you just jamming with the guys or uh, something where you're just like, man, that that look, I still look back and smile. Obviously, yeah, I, I agree with you, man. You, you deserve the respect that you deserve. Uh, but do you have a moment when you're looking back on like, you know what? But that moment, I could always look back on with a big smile on my face. Oh, man. To be honest with you, all the moments, man, the energy that we had in the room was amazing. And uh, we uh, we played a lot of shows, man. We were starting to get, you know, a lot of treadway and. There's a there's actual video of us playing together in the movie. So cool, um, man! That's great. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's pretty cool. And um, like I said, I I love Green Day. Um, but uh, now my Green Day is every day because I own a yeah uh, <laughs> I, uh, I own a retail production facility um, where we grow uh, for the state of Oregon. 
and uh, it's 34,000 square foot indoor. Rad Whoa. Nursery Products, right? Rad Nursery Products. Yeah. Make sure you check us out on Instagram, Rad Nursery Products, uh, Rad Grow. And, uh, yeah, check it out. It's definitely a uh, fire. That is all. Talk about it. Every day is a green day. Go from green day to green day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You see, I knew I had another green day. It was your calling to stick with the green. <laughs> yep. uh, where is that located at? Then That's in Rainier, Oregon. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Awesome. Just over the long view. So. Wait, so there's also kind of a weird thing because of Green Day having that song long view. <laughs> right? So everything's coming together. It's like you're, it's like and, you're, and, if you, and if you think of the song Jar, that's apparently about Jason Andrew Relmo, which is a, a mutual friend of ours that we had growing up that passed away on us, um, that we all love as a brother. But uh, it's uh, Jar is Raj backwards. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, awesome, my man. And then you're going to be a part of uh, some of these shows with the Long Beach uh, Rehab uh, along with. I am. I'm going to jam with them. And then I also uh, uh, have been doing quite a bit of shows with uh, Curtis Young, Dr. Dre's son, in a whole different realm of music. But um, so, and we're getting ready to do the Ink Tour. That's awesome. Nice, nice. We'll have to make sure to keep our eye out for that when you when you do some stuff here in Seattle. Absolutely. Well, Roger, man, I really do appreciate you taking some time out. Again, uh, check out Rad Nursery Products and also check out the doc. What's the name of the documentary again? It's called Turn It Around. Turn It Around. Get a, get a, get an inside scoop behind you can the buy world. Buy it on Amazon. All that stuff. It's all for sale. Awesome, man. Anything else you want to let people know about? Any other musical stuff or whatever it may be that you want people to know about? Just know that I'm out there doing a a, a lot of stuff with a lot of artists, and I feel very uh, honored and. Uh, I'm very grateful to all the opportunities that I do get. And um, I think my chops speak for themselves. Um, but, uh, yeah, man, I, I appreciate all the love and support. And uh, remember, Lion Pride Music, they do a lot of great things for this uh, local uh, music scene as well as national. So, you know, uh, Levi, we love you. Woo, much love, man. Yeah. Right on, Rod. KISW, you know you guys rock, man. 99.9, <laughs> the rock. Hell yeah, brother. appreciate that. <laughs> well, awesome, my man. We're looking forward to seeing what else happens in the near future, and uh, we're looking forward to seeing you with the Long Beach Rehab uh, project that's happening here in the Northwest. Come out and check it out, man. It'll definitely be a good time, and uh, you know we'll give you a good show. Awesome, dude. We'll All talk- right, you guys have a great day. Sweet. Take care, man. Take care. There's some was, really uh, cool uh, documentaries coming out. Dude, I need to see this documentary. I didn't even know anything I didn't even about know it. It's out there. Yeah, I'd like to check it out as well. <laughs> I was a little nervous. I was like, okay, we're running out of bleeps, I think, for the red. I think he was thinking, you know, he probably knew it was a podcast, but he wasn't thinking about the fact that it's an intercom. Oh, it's fine. You know what? Those. It's like it's fun to watch your face every time you drop the F or the S word. I'm like, oh, this might be more. I almost wish we had a webcam for when guests curse on our show. It's freaking hilarious. If only people could see. Like at one point, I literally had you had your head down, marking down all the Mm timestamps. I had my horns up. (laughs) At that point, once it once it hit like four or five, I was just like, I can't concentrate anything. Turn off my mic. I'm not going to be talking. I need to pay attention to the times so I don't have to spend. All day re-listening to all of it. I just want to get like, those bleeps done. And I'm like, I'm Steve gonna... respond was also because <laughs> I'm like, what other questions can I ask that might lead to more curse words? Any question. So, so I'm like, more questions about Green Day. It seems like he has some choice things to say. Harkens back to the era of Red the Stripper, man. Yes, dude. I know. I was thinking that too. I'm like, well, is he going to beat Reds? No, there's no way he's going to beat Reds. No, we wouldn't. We'd have to talk oh to him for like God. an hour yeah. to be able to make that happen. The but, editing on hers. 
I, I love Red. Absolutely love her. Don't and miss her potty mouth. And she's gotten a lot better. <laughs> but well, you haven't had her on in forever. Well, that's true. <laughs> well, I heard from her recently on Vice. She sent me a direct message on Twitter. Right? Yeah, it seems like that. She wants to come check, come say hi to us again. She had one of her stripper friends she wanted to bring in. I was like, yeah, sure, anytime. And then I never heard anything again. <laughs> so, oh, oh, Rich is raising his hand. He'll pick them up at, with, yeah, the, with yeah. the Lion Pride bus. That's right. Yeah. Give him a good ride over to the station. As it were. Uh, no oh, pun man. intended. So it's, it's an interesting thing. Um, obviously... I, I I don't know what that would be like to be a member of a band. They go on to become something huge and you don't get credit in a way that you feel like you should. Yeah. I don't know the full backstory, but it sounds like as if he was playing with them back in the early days. That's why I want to see the documentary just to see what he's talking about because I don't know. Uh, and at first when I heard that you said, hey, Raj from Green Day, I'll be honest, man. I only knew John before Trey, and then it's been Green. You know that three piece. I only been, knew Trey. Yeah, right. They had the other guy for the the, the EP, and the other Rick Kerplunk, and then Trey came in to fill in for him. Things went so well that the John guy's like, look, I can't keep doing it, and I give you my blessing to let Trey be the now drummer of wow. Green Day Permanent. So it was like a cool passing of the torch. But then I was like, well, who's Raj? And I go on Wikipedia, and Raj's name is on there. And I'm like, well, I have no information about this guy as a member of Green Day. And I thought I was kind of a Green Day dork, especially back in the early days. Clearly, it's, it's I wasn't. One of those funny things, too. I mean, this is on obviously a much smaller scale, but... You know, here's a guy that stepped down from that project. That project went on to go and do really big things, and now they put out a documentary, and he feels slighted by some of the things in the documentary. Sure. So, you know, Windowpane put out that documentary, like I said, much, 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 much smaller scale. Right, Green Days but can't hold a candle like Windowpane. There, <laughs> there was, you know, our old drummer Mike was yes. featured prominently in the film, and it was like, you know, Mike comes in, and the band blew up as mm -hmm. a result of what he brought to the table, and we kind of gave him all this love. There was a whole chapter dedicated to just... Mike, and then Mike, of course, voluntarily stepping down. Yeah. And we ran into the same thing. When that movie came out, Mike reached out and was like, yeah, I kind of feel slighted. Mm. And of course, we're like, how? Why? Yeah. And so we had this discussion about, you know, like, dude, we, we championed you for bringing the band into the spotlight. No, Mike's you know? a phenomenal drummer. Yeah. And, and so it was just one of those things that needed to be discussed. And the only reason I bring all that up is as he was talking about that, I was like, man, I bet from their point of view, they have no idea that they slighted him. Didn't mean to. Yep. And via a conversation, I'm sure it could all be smoothed out. Like, oh, bro, we gave you all this love. We did all this. You know what I mean? So I was listening to that like, God, I've actually lived sort of what he's talking about. Yeah. yeah. And everything's all cool. I don't want anyone to get the wrong idea. You know, I just, as I could really relate to that as I was hearing him talk about that because we gave Mike so much love and there were just some things he expected sure. that weren't mentioned and that hurt his feelings. But once we pointed out like, dude, watch it again through a different set of eyes. Right. Don't we, watch it from the eyes of being the drummer. That's that 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 window down. Right. Like, yeah, dude, we, we championed you and basically made you, you know, responsible for our first big growth. Um, you know, we really kind of sang you high praises. And after that conversation, everything was cool. But like hearing him talk really reminded me of that whole scenario. And Fun fact about Mike, he doesn't curse as much as Raj. That's the first fun fact. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, true. Second fun true. fact about Mike is that many, many years ago when I worked at the end, we did a contest called Perfect Strangers where we took yep. random people and created a band. And the whole premise of the story oh, no. was you got someone that could sing, someone could play bass. And these were all people that legitimately could play, but they've never played together. And oh, we okay, gave them, okay. I think, a week 
to write a couple of songs, and then they performed it at, it used to be a radio station festival show called Board This or Board oh, Stiff. Oh, yeah, it yeah, names. yeah. It was at the, the Summit at Snoqualmie. Remember that? Yeah, dude. Yeah. Those were, Deftones played, Cypress Hills played, Blink-182, Zebra had some great bands that played, uh, Saliva, like I said, a bunch of other great bands. No, I like Saliva, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> they were good guys. Uh, but a bunch of really cool bands played that, and we had... Perfect Strange Silver Chair. I remember those guys wow. killed it at that show. Really? And we had Perfect Strangers was the one of the bands. Mike was the drummer. He won the drummer slot for this band and it was right that's when I first I think started getting the no window pane. Yep. Uh was through Mike. And they used your practice space, if I remember they correctly. rehearsed in our rehearsal space. Yeah. And then Mike had built a studio into our rehearsal space down there at Hush Studios, which yep. is now gone. Um, but he also recorded and mixed all the demos Yeah, Perfect Strangers. It was fun. I remember he really battled because at the time it was popular to have a DJ in rock bands. Yeah. And Perfect Strangers had a DJ. That's right. I forgot and about that. He was a nice guy, but he wasn't very good at it. <laughs> <laughs> so here's poor Mike trying to mix this and wicky, 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 wicky. And he'd be like, oh, God. It was, And he really struggled with making that sound okay lower, in the mix. And he had to lower, shift it and move it and shift lower, it because it was all out of time and out of pocket. Square and peg into a super round hole. Yeah, yeah you know. Like, uh, but I, that's why I remember that so well because I remember going down, hey, Mike, how's it going? He's just sitting not his, good. He's got his head in his hands like... Man, he's such a nice guy. He's just not very good at this. And he, you know, it wasn't on meter. It wasn't in the pocket. No. It was just random. Wicky, wicky, wicky. <laughs> oh, real quick, Rev, the phone might be ringing for a uh, cue ball. I think I saw. Uh, uh, was it the top number, the, the first one on that? Yeah. Oh, crap. Oh. That, that was us. Oh, he's supposed to call in one again. minute. Yeah, okay. But, but he's, he's a part of the Sublime crew that we'll be talking oh. to. Yeah. The, the, the Perfect Strangers thing was a really fun project. Yeah. And, yeah. And I remember so, seeing footage of all that. Uh, yeah. Mike I think that was, awesome. was how we all crossed each other's paths. I mean, it was that or the Fighting Machinists. I remember going to see the Fighting Machinists. They rehearsed at Hush as well. You guys and, played with them mm-hmm. in the U District. Um, at some really small bar. Was that that little club where the bookshelf yes. folded down and became the yes. stage? Man, what was that <laughs> place called? It was a Murphy stage. It was a Murphy stage. <laughs> what was ridiculous. that place called? I remember oh. those shows. Those, Yeah, was, that was how I met those guys. It was near the movie theater, yeah. if I remember correctly. It was right there on U Ave. Yeah, but, but it wasn't like next to like the Wing Dome or all the fun stuff. It was, it was like called the next Rupert's, block. was it? I don't remember. I'll be Sounds honest Sounds like it would be called Rupert's. Rupert's. You got to roll the R, right? <laughs> but Glenn's not asking you guys, man. It was a Murphy stage. The bookshelf book folded down, down, and that was the stage. What happened to the books? And you could maybe, I don't know. There were man. no books. They were oh. fake. Dude, oh. it, was like, it was like Wayne Manor. That particular shelf <laughs> wasn't this, real. Uh, is this the guy? Uh, I don't know. Could it be cue ball? Let's yeah. See. All right. Well, let's find out. Okay. Hey, this is KSW. Hey, that's not Castle, but man, I feel sorry for you, though. <laughs> okay. Ah, what's going on with you? Oh, well, I, you remember Jim Plunkett? <laughs> no. Jim, Plun- Jim Plunkett was a uh, football quarterback. Well, oh. when you're sitting in one of them Santa cans out in them woods when they're like they, in a national park and they got that big, huge hole dug. This is him. This is and mine. you take a Jim Plunkett. Oh, <laughs> Rev took a big Jim Plunkin earlier. I did. <laughs> what? What? What time is it? What happened? What? What? What world am I in? Uh, you just crossed into the vortex. It's six a.m. all over again, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no. We're just um, we're doing a podcast, and uh, we entered the call because Castle. Uh, I don't know why. <laughs> Castle's pooping. Castle's yeah. pooping. Castle's, so we Castle's to taking in. a Jim Plunkett right now. 
<laughs> unfortunately, I mean, fortunately, fortunately, we have a hands-free phone, so I can talk to you while I'm taking my gym plug-in. But, Are you taking a dump right now? No, 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 I'm done. I'm out on the porch in the sun with my bear. Oh, good, good. Well, my man's good talking to you. What's your name? I don't know if I want to. Well, this is Mouse. So there you go. What's your social security number, dude? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I try calling back in a couple minutes in Castle Answer, I promise. Love you, Mouse. Oh, man. I got goosebumps after that one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Take care, friend. See, that's the problem is the top lines are there just the normal that's line. Oh, he's going to call the hotline. That's okay, okay. I'll keep an eye on man. those ones then. I'm like, I, I'm like, dude, Q-Ball's really pumped to talk to us. Wow. Like, this guy's stoked. <laughs> oh, I love Mouse. Dude, it's funny, too, hearing him Ooh. and also trying triggered a little something in my head. Oh, here we go. Oh, never mind. All right. I'm never telling you guys the story. All right. We'll think okay. about it someday. You ready? Yep. <laughs> hey, this is KSW. Hi. Q-Ball calling in. Q-Ball! Yay! What's going on, What's my up? man? <laughs> What's happening? Oh, nothing, man. We're excited that you're coming to town and uh, being a part of this whole Lion Pride show that's happening with the Long Beach Rehab. Nice. That's hey. going to be fun. So um, I, I have to ask, first off, I, I have a bunch of questions, but this is probably the dumbest question. Uh, I'm looking at the picture of you, and <laughs> how long, how many hours did you spend getting your head tattooed? <laughs> I'm, such a, I'm such a sissy sometimes, man. No, it, uh, I just see, the first time, about seven and a half hours over, um, I split it up, you know. Yeah. The, the top, top of my head... It was um, forehead and then the cheek, you know, cheek areas, they hurt. But uh, <clears throat> the top of my head, you know, there's like no skin there. Yeah. You know? And um, the, the needle kept vibrating. The needle was hitting my bone. Oh. And so he had, he had to keep, yeah, I mean, it's like, so he had to keep uh, changing the needle because it was dulling. And I'm like, man, am I going to get like bones? <laughs> Chips are going to get in and clog my and hard, oh, excuse my language. You know, do something. <laughs> so, but um, so then, then someone says, "Cause man, it hurt." And then someone says, uh, "Take, take a couple of leaves." You know, and it was like some Percocets, and I don't, I don't really. Do that <laughs> We're just inking your skull, so, literally. We're going through the skin to ink your skull, know, bro. So take two I know of these. I'm throwing up all over the tattoo shop. <laughs> yeah. you know, oh man, it's like I'm just dusted. So. It, it kind of sucked, man. <laughs> yeah, dude, I love that. Like, it sucks so bad that you're like, I don't even know what you're giving me, but I'm willing to take the chance on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was, it was all bad. And you puked all, all over bad. the tattoo shop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and myself. So yeah. it wasn't like into a can. It was like everywhere. No, I was so sick. I can't. I'm, I'm one that I can't. You know, I never did good with. Um, those type of drugs. <laughs> I can relate. I can relate. A shot of Nyquil will a shot of Nyquil will kill me for a day and a half. So I was, you know, I was the, I was the opposite. You know, I mean, you know, Brad used to do. Obviously, everybody knows what he did, and he, he loved it. But man, I, I can't, I can't, I can't do the, uh, that, that kind of stuff. So, but um, so pills are pills are all bad for me. Do you find that a lot of people are like, you know, sometimes, even though nowadays I feel like we're in 2018, people have tattoos, but still to this day, even with me, I have like two sleeves. I don't have any tattoos on my head, but sometimes people look at me with a little like, oh, okay, like, you know, like I'm not an intimidating person, but I think the tattoos give off that vibe. Do you have a, a, a lot of instances where you like, you meet someone and they're like, man, I was afraid to talk to you for the longest time, but you know, just judging from the last 20 seconds talking to you, you're a blast to chat with. But I would imagine some people are like, I don't want to talk to this guy. He's got tattoos all over his head and face. 
Well, yeah, it's it's weird because, especially in today's world, you think that's that's normal almost, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so, but uh, I'll have people that will, you know, because wherever we're at, if we're walking around or from a mall or something, people go, I, I, you know, they'll come to me and I can see that they're they're trying to, but they're scared, <laughs> and then some will just finally go, "Are you the?" And I said, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." They go, "Oh my god, I love your band, but." Wow, you know, so I mean, I think that it's kind of my daughters kind of like it because they they uh, they say it keeps people away from us, you know. So, <laughs> do you, I don't know if you remember, but I remember growing up, the one guy that was iconic for having a tattoo on his skull was Bam Bam Bigelow, the old wrestler. Do you remember that dude? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He had the flames. People told me they, I remind him of them, him. Yeah, it's very, very reminiscent, the style of the tattoo. And I was like, that's pretty badass. As a wrestling fan, I was like, that's freaking cool. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of them now lately. I, I noticed a lot of, uh, a, lot of the, a lot of the Hispanic gangsters, a lot of the, uh, a lot of the 18th Street and, and uh, people like that in L.A. are getting a lot of whole head pieces and stuff. So, but uh, yeah, I, I got mine, I don't know, about 10 years ago now. So, and I've, I've added on here and there. Yeah. So, but uh yeah, it's, it hurts. It's pain. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about uh, Long Beach Rehab. I mean, you mentioned Brad, obviously Brad from Sublime from back in the day, and you've been a part of the, the, the Sublime family uh, for the longest time. Let, let's go back and like share every, with everyone your, your history with Sublime and your experiences with them, if you have any f- favorite stories or fun memories from, uh, from just a band that, it's crazy, as a, I, mean, I remember falling in love with them, but by the time so many people on the mainstream level fell in love with the band, the band couldn't do anything because Brad unfortunately left us. Right, right, yeah, yeah. His, his, his time was was too quick, man, yeah. and that happens to that happens to the best of them, you know. So, but uh, you know, there's there's not a really a, a whole lot I can say. Um, you know, there's uh, I've been trying to keep all the the uh, the sublime stuff out of my my topics lately. So, gotcha. <laughs> it just I mean, there's just you know, there's there's been so much tarnished tarnished. Uh, it, there's a lot, you know, there's. <laughs> There used to be, look at all the love we found, you know, and, and mm-hmm. that's what it was all about. And then, you know, it just kind of, it turned a little weird when um, different people had uh, started up different projects. And, gotcha. And, uh, yeah, so it's, and then there's a lot of, uh, a lot of issues between the band members. We'll just put it that way. Okay. So, but, uh, another uh, documentary. <laughs> Yeah, well, that that that's what yeah. There's a big one coming out. So, <laughs> but um, you know, I I can say you know uh, we're we're coming out. You know, we we bust up one hell of a set of songs. You know, every every you know, Long Beach Rehab has had so many different people in the band. You know, it started out. Um, I started I started the band. I don't know how many years ago, and uh, we we stopped doing. Um, Sublime. We were we we were doing rolling around Sublime LBC, and uh, Sublime of Rome wanted yeah. to um, to get together and do their thing, and um, we were kind of the competition. So we all came to us to a to an agreement, and um, we kind of pay, opened up the road so Sublime of Rome could go do their thing. Um, you know, it's it's a it's a give and take of what people think of how they've done it. You know, I I really don't pay attention to what they do, so I, I'm not going to say that they're doing a great job or they're doing a bad job. It's just not my place to say. <laughs> but um, I did. Uh, I put Long Beach Rehab together then, and um, started out. Uh, it was 
those members. We've had members from Fishbone, uh, the singer Israel Joseph, who is the, the second singer for the Bad Brains, did the Rise yeah. album with Bad Brains. Had him for quite a while. Greg Camp, the creator, singer, I mean, a songwriter, you know, sing guitar player for Smash Mouth. Uh, Ivan, drummer of White Zombie. Um, uh, different members from Sublime. Um, we've had, uh, um, God, uh, off, members of Offspring. Now we got Raj, who was the original drummer from uh, Green Day, and he's on the new Green Day movie coming out. Um, he's drumming with us now. We got Danny from Tribal Seeds. Uh, so the band has just had so many different people yeah. in the band. So on this tour that we're doing, especially up in the uh, the Washington area, we've got um, we got a lot of different uh, little surprises each night. Little different guests are coming up and and doing different things and. So it's just kind of a wide variety of, of music. We're going to play all the Long Beach stuff everybody wants to hear, all the all the good hits from from the LVC, and then we've got um, we'll bust out a couple. You know, if we got a member from Green Day in the band, of course, we're going to put, bump out a couple Green Day songs and and so on and so on. What's your favorite so, Green Day song to play? You know. <laughs> They just called me last night and said, have you learned any, have you played any Green Day songs yet? I said, God, I better get on the shows are a couple of days. <laughs> I can relate to that. I can absolutely relate to that. He, he goes, he goes, you're so goddamn stuck up. I go, no, I'm just, I'm not stuck up. I just forgot, bro. <laughs> I can understand that too. <laughs> on the go forward, just be like, man, it's coming together great. And honestly, I love them all. <laughs> you know, <dude. laughs> I told you, I said, I said, you, you pick, man. You pick. Uh, tell me what song to play. Uh, just trust me. I'll, I'll have it. <laughs> that is awesome. The only, only one that was like, um, the only problem we have is, is Danny from Tribal Seeds because the, the singer of Tribal Seeds is, you know, he's, you know, he, I, I don't know the singer of Tribal Seeds. My, my buddy who's been my singer for quite a while, Levi knows him real well. He's uh, he plays in Tribal Seeds. He's a band member currently, and um, the Tribal Seeds singer won't allow anybody to advertise or do any of their songs. You know, he, not that we wanted to do a Tribal Seeds song, but he's like um, he won't allow anybody to say you're from this band. You know, <laughs> like what the, what, I don't even get it, but you know, yeah. it's cool. So it's a bummer sometimes uh, when my art becomes. Some people get a little bit more obsessed about the business side and maybe aren't, aren't thinking just about the fact that, you know what, you, you, we're all just celebrating music, whatever it may be. Let's, let's, let's kind of put the business side to let the business people handle the business stuff and let's just be artists and, and have some fun and, and, and create and celebrate music. Yeah, you know, and that's exactly what it is. And, and that's, that's how Bradley was. Bradley was the most friendliest, nicest. That guy, I swear to God, he was a, a loss to, to the world, not not just for his talent, for himself, the, the, the genuine person he was. I had a, a club in, in Long Beach that uh, was part owner of called Fender's Ballroom. It was it was the punk rock capital of L.A. for years, man, and uh, it held you know almost three thousand people. But it was in a, it was right downtown where all the you know people shooting each other out in front and everything, and and uh, <clears throat> we had these offices that we had on the side with the glass door facing uh, like Linden Street, and uh, we'd be in there partying, and doing bad things, you know, till four or five o'clock in the morning, and and I swear to God, there's. Bradley, he, he was there a lot, you know, and uh, all of a sudden, where'd he go? And we'd see out the glass door, 
And he had walked out the glass you know, door with a bottle of wine from our bar and sat out there with a homeless black woman in her probably 70s and shared it with her, just talking and talking. And, and you know, that, that's, that, that's the kind of person that was just – he was just an incredible person. So, yeah. but uh, – <laughs> What was yeah, it like so, – And that's what all – I was gonna say, what was it like? Just because one of my favorite things of, of his music was when it was just him. Like some of the CDs when I listened to, it, it's just him and the acoustic guitar. What was that like to be there, just to kind of be, you know, just I, I, that? I would love to have gone back in time to be able to witness him just do an acoustic set. <laughs> yeah, he he has. A, I'll tell you another quick story to, to answer that. <laughs> when I first met him, it was at Fender's. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm not Eric. I'm not the one who went to school with him and all that. So uh, this must have been in 87, 88. I think he just got back from college. He was up in uh, Northern California, uh, I think Santa Cruz, doing some classes. And, um, you know, everybody in that, everybody wanted, I booked all the shows at Fenders. And I was there every day in my office. So everybody wanted to um, to know me because I wanted to put them on the shows, you know. And uh, this kid would come in. He'd always come with this, with acoustic guitar. looked like it came from a thrift shop. Um you know, barefooted, shorts, no shirt, sometimes, or tennis shoes. And he'd come in, he'd, he's always, he was always drunk, and he always wanted to, like, I, don't, I thought he wanted to, like, audition for me or something, you know? And I'm like, well, okay. So, but and he wanted his band to play. Well, we, I think it was, I forget who it was playing one night, but he had somehow he gotten through the place into the back, and uh, I go, there's, there's that kid again, you know, because he's, he's two years younger than me. And, um, and he just, he was saying something. I just wanted to go, and all of a sudden he pukes on me. You know, I'm like, what the, fuck? <laughs> what the <laughs> f- are you serious, bro? So I'm in the, I'm in the bathroom in my office washing up. And I hear, when I turn the water off, I hear him. He's, he's, I go, God, he's still here. He's out there playing. So he's sitting on my desk and he's playing his acoustic guitar and singing. And I thought, oh, what the f- Oh, excuse my language again. I'm like, wow, listen to this guy. This, it was incredible. I mean, he was he was doing something I hadn't heard. Yeah. You know, something just totally just something that no one had heard. And uh, it's almost like he took a little bit of uh, uh, like the p- police and uh, the Beatles and, and you know, uh, Bob Marley and, and then and hooked it all together, you know. So it was kind of strange. But, but uh, yeah, to answer your question, um, he was an awesome entertainer, so he was just completely awesome. And keep so, on, you, you you have now been the first person to ever share two vomit stories in one interview, which I think is fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> That's punk rock, baby. Hell yeah. Well, Long Beach Rehab is going to be over with uh, Lion Pride Music, a lot of great stuff. If you just go to Lion Pride Music's Facebook page, I mean, it starts November 26th, going through December 1st. Plenty of opportunities here in the Northwest to be able to check you guys out. Man, it's been an absolute treat getting to chat with you, my brother. Hey, we'll see you. We'll see you next week. Yes, Woo, awesome. See you soon. Take care, man. All right, take care. Thanks, guys. See you. Bye. Yeah, man. I like that he apologized, but probably cursed just as much as uh, Ross. No, he no, did two not. Two F-bombs, right? Yeah, it, it was uh, no three F-bombs. Oh. He slid one in there uh, and an S-bomb, but he did not beat Raj. Raj had seven swears, and uh, he cue ball only had four. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We yeah. apologize yeah. and still put in another three curse well, words. And it was like, yeah, the first time you apologize, I'm like, all right, he knows what's up. And then a couple more slipped out. I mean, come on. It's the punk rock lifestyle. I'm okay with it. I, I love that. Wait, we wait until we get DJ Yellow on the line. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> what's up, mother efforts? Wait the hip hop comes in. My playback of the cast is broken, man. There was like an eight and a half minute beat. Beep. 
<laughs> so each interview is just <laughs> that, that's the whole DJ yell. And then you hear Steve go, "Thanks a lot, man." <laughs> DJ yell, everybody. It's been a pleasure getting to talk to you. <laughs> that was awesome, man. That guy's got. I could tell he's got some fun stories, and I didn't realize that there is drama in that Sublime camp because there's these guys doing stuff and then there's those guys doing stuff as well. Yeah, way to open up a little bit, man. Yeah. yeah it's, he does. He's got tons of stories. You really got to come out to the show and come hang out and come smoke on the bus with us and then you'll, 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 look, you'll get, him to, get him to talk. Look for the guy with the skull tattoo yeah. and bring a bucket just in case he needs to puke. <laughs> <laughs> I could never do the skull tattoo. I think I would just... I, no, he's talking about it like... terrifying. The needle being doled on the, his actual skull. Well, that's what I wanted ah! to get into because like... It's one of those things like Ugh. fast forward 150 years from now, if you were to dig up his bones, <laughs> divots, would that ink? No, no, no. I'm thinking oh. like the skull is fully inked. Actually inked. That's <laughs> yeah, funny. Dude, that's like, terrifying. No, I'm like, thinking more are like. Are you sure that's him? Oh, yeah, that's him. <laughs> I'm thinking more of someone who has like a heavy hand when they write, and then you go to a couple pages past that, and yeah. there's still the indent yeah, of it. So yeah, you can yeah, take the pencil yeah. and kind of. Yeah. So you just take a pencil to his skull, and you can see what the you tattoos get the art. were. Right, exactly. <laughs> Do a charcoal rubbing. Oh, oh. dear. <laughs> so again, this all starts what Monday, November twenty sixth in Tacoma. There's a, 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 a private super sessions party, uh, and then uh, Tuesday in Bellingham on the twenty seventh. Wednesday in Arlington on the twenty eighth. Oh, Scoblins are playing. Yeah, I know Josh. Josh yeah. is an awesome oh, dude. Scoblins are awesome. I saw them live. Yeah, yeah. Josh is a part of our meltdown crew. And oh, he's badass. There you go. He's an awesome, awesome dude, and his band is great. If you love ska music, obviously they're called the Scoblins. <laughs> That'd be funny if they're like, no, we don't play any ska music. We're mostly polka. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> yeah, so that's, do it. that's in Arlington. Claude's. <laughs> November 28th, the 29th in Bremerton, uh, the 30th in Port Angeles, and then Saturday, December 1st at the JM Cafe in Seattle, which I know you're doing more stuff with the JM. We are. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Lion Pride's got the booking contract down there. So Ooh. we're, we're going to try to. Get Pioneer Square rocking a little bit more again. and Bring uh, it back to life. Bring it back to life a little bit, yeah. hopefully. Someone bring... needs to defibrillate the square, man. You'll do it. <laughs> I have faith in you, brother. Bring back the joint cover. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah right? That cool. That's right. Uh, that's what everybody talks about. I'm like, I'm not even going to try to take that back on. No. Uh, Levi's like, hey, look, man, one mountain at a time, okay? Yeah. Thanks. You know, no, yeah. And, and they pride themselves for just not having cover at all, right? We're just trying to just put on shows. We actually that's had a little cool. bit of a budget to pay some of the bands down there. Oh, that's there, great, so man. That's we're great. We're definitely looking for bands to approach us to get a gig and bring your fans out and let's have a, a, f- a fun time. Yeah, JM's a cool spot, yep. man. I mean, it's been a long time ago, but I did some really, really fun shows there and attended a bunch as well. Absolutely. We used to yeah, do some events there. It's a from really back in the cool day. place, man. Really? Our opening day parties. Oh, gosh. Remember? Yeah, that's right. We had like a mashed potato wrestling there, I think, oh, and yeah. jello wrestling. No, the mashed potato wrestling was at uh, FX McCrory's. Yeah. And then they banned us because they, some of the mashed potatoes ended up on like their, their projector, <laughs> project, projection screens. Ooh. Yeah, and that it, was it, expensive. It left a stain. It wasn't yeah. the worst wrestling that we ever did. I think the worst one was the uh, hot dogs, ketchup, oh, and mustard. That was for Marin. That was baseball. Yeah, that was baseball, and it was an opening day. And the problem with it is uh, the way the way that you're looking, Glenn. You, I think you can understand. I can picture a lot of problems. Here's man. the deal: uh, mustard is a spicy condiment, and I'm pitching blind people. Well, that and also bloody murder. When there are rock girls wrestling. In these, in bikinis, there tends to be problems with orifices and oh, spicy things getting in there. In there. Yeah. 
The hot taco yeah. challenge. Yeah. You guys didn't have a gynecologist on staff that day? I don't no. believe we did. He oh, called in sick that that's day. a bit yeah. of a planning fail. Yeah. So that was fun. <laughs> those were the days at the <laughs> JM Cafe. Those were the days. Well, that's, that's awesome, brother, man. They, they used to have nude things there, too, I guess, way back in the day. Also. What? That's what? what I, well, that's because there's a big painting up there of a, of a naked lady uh, uh, at the JM Cafe. Uh-huh. It's from, I don't know, from Prohibition, maybe. Oh, wow. Uh, wow. And it, it's, it's still up there. And I actually I'm not ran, surprised because that's that was, in the back room. When you go all the way back yeah. to the no, back, is that's right, where is the, it, right, like no, not the painting. I mean, that's what transpired uh, back there, <laughs> back turn of the century. Oh, the yeah. back room. They go back, play cards, and you know, Brunhilda would yeah, <laughs> give you a lap dance. Yeah, Brunhilda, bring me my ale. Also, people want more information. They can just text you LPMTV at nine five five seven seven. Yep. Lots of cool stuff. Uh, but before we go to the voicemails, emails, and text messages, your mom, Linda, is here. She's had plenty of time to just kind of think Bra- things through. Brought mama into work day so, for her so birthday. Mom, Happy birthday, mom. What's the most I'm, embarrassing or fun story you could share with us about your son, <laughs> Levi oh Lyon? I was enjoying the show so much I didn't even think about it. Ah. <laughs> I, I have a pretty good one if you can't think of one. Which one do you have? Uh, I have the one where you took me to church and I was drunk. Church. Oh, <laughs> no. Well, yeah. he didn't want to get up and go to school that one day and I brought the garden hose in. <laughs> Wait, you sprayed him with a garden hose? <laughs> That's probably our favorite story. A lot of people know about that one. That, that was kind of the beginning of my promotion years. Like I, I remember I, I had just dropped out of high school and I was like, all right, mom, I found my new career. I'm going to be a party promoter. And I came home with a big fat wad of co- cash in my pocket. And, and mom was like, you got to wake up. You're going to go to church. You're, I'm like, no way, man. I, was, I feel like. Crap. <laughs> Church, was, I'm was a promoter. The brought the hose in? And you brought the hose okay. in and you squirted me down. I was like, all right, well, I guess I got to go ch- take a shower, change my clothes. And I put my, my favorite shirt at the time was my Rob Zombie shirt. And you t- wore that to church? Yeah, yeah the went, church. On, on the back it says Satan is my co-pilot on the back. Oh, right? yeah, like, I'm going sh- to show mom, right? I'll, right? I'll give her a hard time, take yeah. me to church, I make me go okay, when I don't want to go. Just wear whatever you think is best. <laughs> I'm sure some of the people who are sitting behind you are like, um... What's going on I, here? I did. I passed out of the front pew. We sat at the very front of the church. Oh, nice and it mom. took about halfway through church before I, I woke up with just getting ripped out by my ear out of church. Right? I think she did tear it a little bit no, in the back of it. No, I never did anything <laughs> like that. Well, in all fairness, I mean, I don't wear a scene in my co-pilot shirt, but I still fall asleep at church. And my wife is never happy about it. It's gotten to the point where my mom, my wife, my mom. Your mom? She acts like my mom in these situations. Yeah. She Steven. brings fruit snacks and lifesavers. I used to fall asleep in church, too. It's just the thing you do. It is. <laughs> I felt so bad after that. Just I, dreaming about Jesus. Yeah, I think I, I yeah. think I burned that shirt after that uh, moment. I think. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's awesome having you, and I know you brought us a really cool Seahawks um, lamp fixture. Well, I've been working with this lady. Her name is Courtney. She lives in Twin Falls, Idaho. Yeah. And she actually Whoa. owns Infinity Lamps. Uh-huh. And uh, so I've been working with her for See, nine I've years. I've seen these in different places. Cool. And they're like, how do you even describe what these are? They're called quadrilateral shapes, so it's like an old geometry shape that's, uh-huh. shaped, you know, like a rectangle slanting sideways. And they've got little locks on the corners. And, and I so you can just build create these crazy shapes. Yeah, I've got 40 colors you can mix and match. And that is so people cool. People come to my booth, pick out their favorite colors, and then I put it together. So where can people find out more information about this? Like where um, can they find out where, what booths you're at or yeah. whatever? Oh, that looks that really awesome. That is so cool. That awesome. That's badass. <laughs> my Perfect next, for a man cave. <laughs> Rich is modeling it. My next event is, is going to be in Enumclaw at the Holiday Festival. Okay. in the Enumclaw Expo. Cool. That's this next weekend. And just look for the cool, funky-looking lamps. Yeah. 
My booth lights up really well. <laughs> Infinity lamps. Infinity lamps. That's very cool. And that's all in the lion. And I know you said you brought uh, cougar colors. I did. I brought some cougars, some husky, and some seahawk with me. And I brought a white one that has a light bulb that changes colors. Ooh. <laughs> Perfect for late night parties. Yeah, right. <laughs> right, I know. <laughs> for the DJ who's not well, on cue. If you put together a cougar one, we got to hook up uh, Taryn with yeah, that. Yeah, Taryn will is love a that. Diehard cougar fan. Nice. Thank you. Awesome. <laughs> well, thank you. That's very cool. So, uh, and uh, we have Rich here, and uh, we'll grab the mic back for uh, Glenn. And Rich has a mic right there for you. Yeah, great. I want to say hi to Rich because Rich is my dude. He's the guy who takes us to and from Spokane very safely. And uh, is this is the first time we've had you on the podcast, right? Uh, no, I was on. I was on another one, but I'm just kind of a fly on the wall. Okay. I wanted you to share any favorite memories of, of the donkey trips to Spokane. <laughs> donkey trips. Since, <laughs> since most of us don't remember them. Donkey trips. Well, we did have one last year or oh, two boy. years ago. We've got, we had a new bus and it was all black. And <clears throat> I normally take these guys out. Now, you got to remember, I pick them up at about 9 o'clock Friday morning. They start drinking and doing other things. <clears throat> and they have to play a hockey right. game that night. And one of their guys found a breathalyzer. And if you didn't blow a point oh you couldn't. They wouldn't even let you on the ice. So you had to be hammered to get on the ice. I think that was so anyway, Munson. now I'm taking them yeah. out yeah. Friday night after all this, and the big black bus. And somebody wrote uh, something prison hockey team on there oh, on the side of the right. bus. <laughs> yeah. And so we're parked right downtown in Spokane. And one of the guys is up there. I look at him an hour later. He's rubbing this off on the bus. He goes, "No girls are going to want to come on a prison bus." And I go, "A prison hockey team? That was uh, what's his name? Um, Probably Gibbs. Uh, no, no, um, Heaney. Heaney. Yes, he's wiping off with his shirt. Yeah. I of need course, chicks, it's man. <laughs> yeah, Heaney's a guy who likes you know. He's he's, he's the heartthrob of the donkeys. Oh, yeah, the heartthrob. He yes, <laughs> so he's got muscles and everything. Oh God, he hasn't fully fallen off like you know, letting himself go yet. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's right. But it's it's always fun. The donkeys are the funnest group of guys. I, I look forward to it. I really look forward to it every year. We look forward to it as well. It's always a blast. And you somehow keep us together. It's amazing. We've never lost a member. Magical Easter weekend. We've tried. We've had members <laughs> try very hard. Well, we've tried really Myself hard. included. <laughs> but somehow we never get lost. Well, there's one more story. Okay. A couple years ago. Oh, boy. The captain, I, when I first, I, I didn't know these guys when I first get them. They're passing a water ball around. I found out it's fireball. <laughs> so then I can't remember second or third game the captain he gets on the ice for his skate and he trips and he slides clear across the ice and bashes his head on the far side he gets up shakes his hand trips again comes all the way back to the bench gets on the bench and passes out that was his whole shift (laughs) that sounds about right yeah (laughs) i can't remember which one that was maybe that was munson too Uh, yeah that was munson it sounds like munson (laughs) it sounds like munson you had multiple pucks coming at you at the same time yeah i was seeing triple so even every time one puck was coming at me i saw three of them it was awesome (laughs) that's it well that's not it all right uh, why don't we jump into our voicemails emails and text messages all right I just wanted to say, Steve's run out of pucks to give. <laughs> Thank you for using the P word I'm there. Sorry, yeah. if it was I don't got to bleep that one. I just want to see if Rev's trigger finger was on point, man. Yeah, I got a finger for you. <laughs> oh, I bet you did. By the way, Ziggy does weddings now, everyone. <laughs> oh, speaking of Ziggy. Do 
Do you ever have that moment before we get to the story about Ziggy where your wife says, just got here and you have no idea where here is? <laughs> is she here? What's great is when you no. get the message after that says, sorry, wrong person. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Like, I, I almost be like, where is here? Is it the gym? Is it, uh, she does, I think she goes with her mom somewhere on Tuesday. I don't know what here is, but I want to risk being diming myself out that I wasn't listening properly. I just Ooh. reply where? Question mark. Oh, I just reply with a bunch of heart emojis. Oh, <laughs> total win. Yeah. 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 That's the best way. When all yeah. else fails, just send emojis. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Has that ever happened to you guys where you're just like, I don't even know what you're talking about? I always straight up, I'm like, honey, or I, I, late, I think just last night I was like, I'm sorry, baby. I was doing math. I lost everything mid-sentence. <laughs> and yeah. she was like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm like, no, no, no. Don't be sorry. I was listening but I'm multitasking badly. So I just pretty much out myself instantly. Fair enough. Yeah. I'm like, I heard the front half of everything you said. The last two sentences, I didn't hear a word you said. Can you can you repeat that for me? I was looking at you, <laughs> but I wasn't yeah. registering. I've it was that. a Pink Floyd thing. Your lips were moving, but I can't hear what you're saying. <laughs> See, my wife my wife will try to test me on those sort of things, but I've gotten pretty good at the 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 mostly listening. So you could kind of piece so, it together. So yeah, I'll piece it together for the most part. And she got kind of mad about that because I would actually start being able to recite exactly what she was saying. Oh, so that she, pisses her off. Yeah, so she basically stopped doing that. And I still try to listen to her for the most part. And so I don't have to worry about it as much. It was a similar thing where Tawny tested me. She was talking about something and thought I had zoned out or was multitasking badly or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she ended her sentence by, I think I'm going to shave my head, paint it red, and go by the name Chicken from now on. <laughs> and immediately I was like, I like chicken. I think chicken's kind of cute. I'll call you Chicken from now on. And so that actually has stuck <laughs> to this day. Is that her pet name? No, no, oh. no, no. But from time to time, she'll send me a little message that says Chicken Loves. And that's a reference oh, that's to that cool. joke going back like four years. Because, yeah, she tried that on me. And I was like, ah, I'll call you Chicken. I think that's kind of cute. Well, she was when like, all's, damn! When all else fails, just send out the chicken emojis that's if you right. don't know what she's saying. For a while, we were sending each other little chicken emojis. and you know. Sounds like you kind of want the uh, chicken. The chicken? Yeah, you know, chicken? the rooster. <laughs> you guys have weird pet names? Uh, I call her Honeybee a lot. Honeybee. Yeah, that's about it. Bean. We call each other Bean. Yeah, I don't think she has one for me. I, I mean, she's uh, probably yeah. some some muttering under her breath, but that's I just, about I, it. Mine's just pain in the ass. No, I'm kidding. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's, her that's hers name for me. For, yeah, her pet name for you is Steven. Right. And hers is just Sweetie or Babe or mm-hmm. Han. I think the, the origins but, of Bean, I think I was making hemorrhoid jokes. Oh, and Jesus. And I was all like, yeah, lick my bean. Oh, my God. Wow. My dirty, smelly bean. And somehow that stuck to, you know, love you, Bean. Hers for me is Mr. Magoo. <laughs> Mr. Magoo. Or Mr. Magoo, which is like, I don't know if I want to be compared to a now, blind. Only during cartoon sex character. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, it sounds like more to be like a sex move or something. But it's like, not designed to make you feel nice. No. <laughs> it's just like my Magoo, and I'm like, why? Like, when? Like, I don't know. Do it's you just run kind of a- into things? <laughs> Sure. <laughs> okay, I'm just like trying to like, like do you I walk into the middle of traffic? Do you squint a lot? I don't even know if she's ever even seen Mr. Magoo. If it was just a word that came out, she thought it sounded funny. Yeah, I well, don't it know. does kind of sound funny. <laughs> but I'm Mr. Magoo to her. It's okay, man. Oh, yeah. Rich, yeah. Though, What's that? I think he was rich. Oh, well, then she's completely mistaken. She's very confused. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're in the same uh, ballpark as uh, Leslie Nielsen. He did play Mr. Magoo. Oh, that's great. 
and he's they dead. made a they made a live action Magoo film. Yeah, I don't even remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Sheesh, I think wow. at least. Boy, and we say nowadays they've run out of content. <laughs> I'm telling you, dude. What <laughs> bums me out is the Magoo trend. film got made, but I'm still a greeter at Walmart. I mean, <laughs> what what am I doing wrong? Yep, yep it was <laughs> Leslie Nielsen. It came out in it 90, grossed like three hundred million. Yeah, ninety-seven. <laughs> um, twenty-one million in the box office with a and budget. Ninety-seven. Yeah, with a budget of. Thirty million. Oh, oh, not a winner. Somebody how did they, took a hit. How did they convince Hollywood to drop thirty mil on that movie, dude? You're, who's in it? Uh, well, uh, Leslie Nielsen. Okay, Jennifer Garner. Oh, she really? had to be a kid. Yeah, uh, I think maybe she was trying to recover from that electric, the Electra movie. Oh, <laughs> it was a bit man. of a debacle there. Oh gosh. Yeah, and whenever people are like, "Dude, that's a crap movie," like, do you not understand? I was in Mr. Magoo. Like, <laughs> what do you What do you think? What? Okay, let's play Prices Right here okay. with the Rotten Tomato score. Oh, okay, I'm in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what do you think it was, Steve? Go ahead and start. Rotten Tomato score from the critics. From the critics, six percent. Okay, and. Uh, Glenn. I'm going to go, because they, they do 1 to 100. Yes, on they do. Tomatoes. I'm going to shoot in the 20s. Let's say 24. Well, you would be wrong. And Steve, you were the closest without going over 7%. Seven, seven percent. They were pretty underwhelmed. Wow. Yeah. Leslie Nielsen's just laughing all the way to the bank. What's like, that? I don't care if you hate me. Oh, man. I Ernie, got 2.3 mil. Ernie Hudson was in this movie. <laughs> oh. You may remember that? him uh, from Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. What's, and the crow. What's the user rating on that? Does it have um, one? Yes. Would you like to play uh, yes. the Price is Right game as well? All right, Steve, since you did win the last round. 14%. <laughs> and Glenn. Oh, man. I'm going to, I guess, oh, man. I'm going to say that people, on the whole, liked it more than critics. Yeah. So let's say, again, I'll shoot for 24 25%. Oh, give me one of those numbers. 25 Oh, without going over, it is 24%. No way! Oh. Yeah, 24? No, you said 14. 14. Yes! That's why I had to make sure with Glenn. So, yeah, wow. your first guess, 24. Yeah, 24%. I want to check out. Here's the trailer. For Nailed it. it, but couldn't save myself. Coming soon to own on video cassette. Oh, remember those? It's a Disney film. It hey, was the, the worst jewel heist in history. Ah! And the only witness to the crime didn't see a thing. Now, Mr. Magoo. Mr. Magoo is going undercover, but he doesn't have a clue. Magoo is going down! I want you to put some water on the boil and lift both legs high into the air. <laughs> Sand that sucker smooth. <laughs> nice and upbeat. I was surprised. So do I. <laughs> this is you won't believe. Confusing. Yeah, just listening to it. Yeah, without the video. <laughs> Your eyes. Is he choking a chicken? I've ever seen. <laughs> Is that Jason Alexander? I didn't see him on the list. Oh. Ooh, I've got 
strike. He's like the dude from Travel Seeds. He's like, I'll be in this movie. <laughs> but don't tell anyone who I am. <laughs> that is bad, man. Here's the thing. If you took away that upbeat music and put like Friday the 13th music in there, all those sound effects and everything I heard basically would just turn into a horror Still movie works. like a slasher. I hereby vow that well, on our little vacation, we have two weeks off, right? We all watch it. Uh, yeah, you guys all want to watch it? I'll watch it. I was going to commit to it. I'm in. Tawny still keeps trying to get me to watch Grease too. I've been watching some terrible TV to. lately. I won't do so. it, man. Come on, man. Dude. Gonna bowl tonight. <laughs> you actually know a song from Grease too? Oh, my God. I know more than one. Oh. Let's do it for our country. Oh. I'd rather go see a large-knuckled proctologist than sit through that <laughs> film, man. Ah, Keith Richards, huh? <laughs> yeah. Dude, I'm like Dr. Keith. <laughs> Let's see what's going on in there, Mike. <laughs> hey, hold me cigarette. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, Bro, I love the YouTube reviews or the, the YouTube comments. One person goes, guys, Mr. Magoo is not blind. He's just extremely nearsighted. Oh, God. One person writes, looks moronic. <laughs> Mr. Moronic? I feel so bad for Leslie Nielsen that he actually had a star in this POS. And I feel even worse for blind people that they have this film to represent them <laughs> as if they're stupid like this film portrays them. It's on HBO now. Whoever wrote this film should have read the Daredevil comics to learn how the story of a blind man should be done. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. This is such an enjoyable and funny trailer for such a horrendously awful film. <laughs> <laughs> Worst movie ever by Disney. Oh, so the director, Stanley Tong, has done some other amazing movies such as... Oh, I bet. Kung Fu Yoga, uh, Police Story 3 Super Cop, which is actually a great Jackie Chan movie, and then also Rumble in the Bronx. So he's done a couple Rumble of in the Bronx things. was cool. Yeah, Rumble he's done a couple cool. of really good ones, but then uh, the translation over there is not so good. Rumble in the Bronx, what's that, like 80 or 81? It was something like that, and I loved it because New York... Uh, well, they didn't film it in New York. They filmed it in Vancouver. So oh, Vancouver is the backdrop for what should be New the York. Bronx. Rumble yeah. in the Bronx, eh? <laughs> <laughs> What's that all about? <laughs> hey, so I mentioned uh, Ziggy. Uh, he sent us a text, 253-271-4787. Hey, Migs Cash, it's official. I'm a dad. Whoa. My boy Whoa. born. Well, he, this is Congrats, from yesterday. man. Congratulations. November 12th at 9.43 p.m. It's a Magoo. No name yet, <laughs> but holy F nards. This kid is. Oh, we should get to name him. I agree. This kid has huge hands. Love you all from Ziggy. Oh, if he has huge hands, he's going to be Russell Wilson. He's going to be a crime fighter. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what do we want to name him? Ooh. I like how we're like hand Hans. Hans. Ooh, Hans. Hans. Yeah. Hans. All yeah. right, there we go. H A N D Z. Yes. Hans. 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 H A H Hans. How about H A? Oh, yeah. Hans, but the G and the D are silent. So it's yes. G H A N D Z. <laughs> yeah. Hans. Hans. This is just to traumatize his poor teachers trying to pronounce the goddamn name. Gahans. Gahans. Gahans, are you here? Gahans. Well, football coach is like, we need that kid. He's got Gahans. <laughs> that is the episode. Right, name. That was a stretch. I'm right sorry. Gahans. Gahans. <laughs> you allowed to speak anymore. <laughs> Our ideas are terrible. You got Gahansy with me. I'm calling the cops. You should do this. Congratulations to Z. And his new boy, Gahans. <laughs> Congrats, Ziggy. Yes, well, the Migs cast. Ziggy. He'll do it. <laughs> right? The Migs cast will also name your pets as well. <laughs> and it'll be way less weird than Gahans. Yeah, send us your pictures of your pets and or babies, and we will name them. Or every, every, everything is named Gahans. Gahans. <laughs> my pet llama, Gahans. Gahans.
<laughs> What's the story behind that name? Uh, well, Rev, Glenn, really and Steve are know? stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, another text says, oh, what's up, guys? I just wanted to say how much I love the new Bruiser Brody record. Thank you. Steve, mm-hmm. I play the drums to it almost every day. Nice. Cool. Uh, they, are, they are perfect for every song. On another note, when I heard Glenn's acoustic song for Devil in the Sunshine, I contributed to the Kickstarter right after. Oh, thanks. Can't wait for the show on January 19th. Already bought tickets. That's our show, January 19th at the Crocodile, yeah. where Bruiser Brody is going to be celebrating our new record, Everyone's Dead, along with our friends in The Last International. And they're celebrating the release of their new record, which is coming out during Christmas time, called Soul on Fire. And also our friends in The Year of the Cobra. Nice. Or Year of the celebrating Cobra. Celebrating their new EP, Cahans. Cahans, yes. <laughs> coming out January 19th. That's correct. Uh, this guy bought the tickets. Uh, keep up the good work, boys. Thank you very much. Thanks, that means man. a lot. Thank that's, you. That's really cool. Been getting a lot of really nice comments from that's people right. that have yeah, listened to the well. record. So I know your wife just listened to it, too. Yeah. That's pretty sweet. Yep. She uh, like it? Yeah, yeah. And Wyatt and uh, Rhiannon came over. We had dinner and jammed it, and uh, they were stoked on it, too. Everyone, yeah, I've he gotten, wrote really nice stuff about dude, it. Dude, people have been messaging me left, right, and center, putting up posts on Facebook, you know, like either the, I got my package, or... You know, wow. Yeah, that's uh-huh. a personal thing. You don't need yeah. to share that with yeah, us. Right? Those are the private messages. More of the public ones are, I, I received package. my Bruiser Brody CD, and it sounds great. Uh, dude, how crazy is this? Uh, the, one of the guys I grew up in my neighborhood, Nick Biokis, they, they, they were twins. They're, he plays drums, and that's kind of what got me interested in playing drums and also wrestling. He was like wow. an older, he was around my brother's age, and I, so I looked up to those guys, and they were wrestling fans, so I got into wrestling, and he was a drummer, and his big brother, Tommy, was also a drummer who ended up being my only drum teacher, so you could blame him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but he gave, you know, not really, like, he wouldn't make, I think I gave him, like, my, my allowance, five bucks a lesson, and he would just show me how to do certain things on a pad, and then let me play on his drum set, and really just kind of gave me the initial tools to be able to learn as I went along. And Couldn't use uh, sticks or anything on his kit, though? You no. had to play with your... Go hands. <laughs> Oh, sorry. <laughs> awesome. Oh, I love it. And um, so he apparently must have bought or kickstarted because he just sent me a, a post on my Facebook thing about how he's like, nice. Props to you, man, for putting on an incredible record. And I was oh, like, that's cool. so I meant the lot. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's kind of cool. He's got a, you know, he's a big, like, you know, he's a rock guy as well. And he yeah. introduced me to Motley Crue and all that stuff. And yeah, so I thought that was really cool. And that's all I have to say about that. Uh, we have an email. <laughs> Just still That's to all I have to say about hands. that. That's all I have to say about Forrest that. Gahans. <laughs> um, I'm Forrest. Forrest Gahans. We have, uh, so it says, hey boys, so I emailed a while ago asking to use your music in my videos for yeah. a certain website, some know as Pornhub. Oh, okay. I was about to make that joke. I forgot. Well, I've since run into an issue. Uh, nobody notified me that Windows Movie Maker is no more. I don't know what to use now. What's a cheap or a free simple program that I can use for video editing? Let me uh, Google that for The you. most complicated thing I want to do is layer videos one on top of another. Are we talking about music or what are we layering? I downloaded uh, one called Filmmaker or something that was yeah. pretty good. Um, I downloaded a couple, but they're so complicated I just gave up. Also, I renamed my Instagram Green Girl 1995 much easier to say out loud with a kissy face. And if you guys have no idea on the video, please ask the real techie people around the station. I really need something to, that's a user-friendly program that won't give me computer aids with a smiley face. That's nice. Uh, and that is from Alyssa. Um, I Did you say free or cheap? Free or cheap. So wait, wait. Oh. Alyssa, Alyssa's making porn and using our music. For yeah, you remember that? She asked if she could use Bruiser Brody and windowpane music. Yeah, I do. Yeah. 
So she's, I guess, going to be using that. Fantastic. That's well, pretty cool. There's something that uh, also has a fitting name called openshot.org. No, that's perfect for a porn girl. So maybe check that out. Also, I know that a lot of people flat out just do use video editing on their, their iPhones and stuff. That's why I use an app on my phone called Video Leap. I don't know if you there's a- killer stuff. And it's all on this this app. I mean, you can pay. There was a Black Friday deal. I got it for like 20 bucks. It's usually like 70. Nice. So I was kind of sweet. But the free version is great if you just don't have a ton of- Titles you want to put on and crazy edits. Like the more stuff you do, then they're like, no, you need the advanced version. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's ways around that. You could do like an edit, save it, then start again, and then you kind of you, you got know, the power boom. to make a video right there in your hands. Yeah, yeah, right in my hands. <laughs> that's that's how I made the 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 leave lyrics video. It's killer, really. And the oh, yeah. upcoming music video that we're gonna have for Everyone's Dead, which is a bunch of our live footage from a show. Yeah, the videos the are crop. killer, and he's yeah. doing it on his phone. That's wow. right. Yeah, do it all on my phone, sitting on the can. Doing it on the phone. Phone in my hands, <laughs> making it happen. So phone in one hand, and <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I use. I don't video know why leap. that's so funny. <laughs> I really don't. It's incredible. It's so dumb, but it really is funny. It's your awesome. hands across America. America. <laughs> your hands across this land. I, I can love. make your hands clap. I love that uh, that Soundgarden song. Your hands all over. Hands <laughs> <laughs> all over. Well, Alyssa, good luck to you. Obviously. <laughs> We're not much help, but if people know of anything, uh, maybe um, email us or text us. Just let us know what a good free video editing software for, I guess, a PC would be. Because if she's using a Mac, I would just use iMovie. Yeah, yeah. iMovie easy. Yeah, and iMovie comes with any sort of Apple uh, thing that you're using. Yep, yep. Uh, but, I mean, I, if you have an iPhone and you want to do it on your phone, mm-hmm. uh, Video Leap works really well for me. Cool. There you go. That's, uh, that's all I got for you, and there's a free version. Uh, Steve, you should check out the John Butler trio live at Red Rocks after this last pod, pod, podcast. I think you'll dig them, uh, probably because of our obsession with the Glorious Sons. Oh, um, yeah, I'll have to check them out. I haven't yet because I just saw this. So thanks, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just put your hands in the air and, and wave, wave them like, like you just don't care. care. <laughs> All right, here's a voicemail. What's up, Mitch guys? TV? Uh, no, wait, no. This is Paul Stanley. Ah, crap, I screwed that up. (laughs) Never mind. Have a happy Thanksgiving. Bye. Stevie, I love you. That was awesome, man. (laughs) That was great. I love how self-defeatist he is, and we were enjoying that. (laughs) Damn, click. Bro, I just showed Thrill and Castle and Miles. We were just making fun of Paul Stanley's in-between song banter. And I was like, have you ever seen the, the, the in-between song banter for Love Gun from the Kiss Animalized VHS that came out, of course, back when VHSs were VHS around? VHS video cassette. Have you ever heard that? No. Oh, There's boy. a whole record called Let Me Get This Off My Chest that is nothing but Paul Stanley segues. Oh, my God. <laughs> with no music. And it's like an hour and a half long, and it's incredible. <laughs> I mean, it's really incredible. It, uh, the animalized VHS. If you if, if you're able to uh, get your hands on it, here I, I, it's it's the greatest. If you just type in "Kiss Animalized Love Gun Paul Stanley," this is back when they had the makeup off, and I I, I hope that some of it we might have to bleep rev. But okay, here we go. I'm ready. This is the greatest lead up into a song ever. Well, I want to tell you something. A couple of days ago, I'd been partying myself, so I thought it was time to go to the doctor to get myself checked out. You know what I'm talking about? 
Now, at this point, he's pointing at his wiener, so clearly he wasn't using So he had to take a cotton swab up the... No! Not cool. No, it's not. I'm walking into the doctor's office. (laughs) I go walking in. I got my appointment for 10.30. I go walking in. It's about 10.15. You understand? That's right. Paul Stanley gets to... He's always early. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I respect that. Not most rock stars are not, but he is. I go walking in, and the doctor's not there yet, but I walk in... I see a nurse with the biggest I've seen in a long time. His name was Chad. years old, and they were hanging clear down past her belt buckle. <laughs> His name was Chad. And I was like, come here, Miss Funbag. Now, this girl's trying to be real cool. So I sit down, and I start reading my magazine. She's reading highlights. Uh, it's a very oh, yeah, popular Goofus, magazine for Goofus kids. and Gallant. Yeah. Yes. Now she goes walking by me. She's trying to make believe that I'm not really there. She goes by me like this. Strutting. This is, pure, right? this is a lot of banter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's not a lot of song quality, so you got to really kind of hey, help this stuff. Hey, oh. Now, that's just rude. Shots fired. This is, they're, they're about to go into a very uh, a heartfelt song called Love Gun. Right. <laughs> so I say, excuse me. Right. I say, excuse me, nurse, could you come over here for me? She comes walking over to me. I said, bend down here. I got something to tell you. She bends down. I grab a hold of her real quick. Hashtag me too. Right. And now he's doing that, you know, when you, like, you grab yourself. Yeah. And you're pretending that you're being hugged by somebody and your hands are on your back. That's what he's doing at this moment because yeah. that's what he did at the doctor's office. Right. Hashtag me too. Way to go, Paul. Mind you, he's going to get checked on his, you know, if he has an STD, I knew my wiener was sick, and I just wiener. wanted to pass on my sick wiener. And you know what nurses? Because <laughs> that's like, what you do. Right, and that's what nurses do. They like to hook up with guys that come in sick, hoping that they don't have STDs. I love the crowd's like, yeah, this is amazing. All of a sudden, she starts to catch on. She says to me, "Why don't we start this examination just a little bit early?" Wow. <laughs> You should see the pain in, in Glenn's face when that happened right yeah. there. Yeah. And all right, she says to me, Paul, why don't you take off your shirt? All right. And he's taking off his shirt. There's an right arena now. full of grown men. Yeah. Very engaged by this. Take off your shirt, Paul. I'm just hearing the ladies screaming here, Glenn. <laughs> And he's got suspenders on. He's wearing suspenders and some kind of kilt. No, those are just um, pants with like crazy things. So like a kilt. (laughs) Uh oh, is he taking off his pants? No. All right. Now look at this girl. I say, honey, I'm feeling just a little bit shy. Because I got these warts and sores all over the tip of Captain Herky. (laughs) Captain Herky. That's why I'm here. (laughs) Please just put some lotion on it. It burns. Now I look at this girl, I say, honey, I'm feeling just a little bit shy. Uh-huh. That's why it's so small right now. I'm wearing my Levi's, my 501s, you know those real tight ones? So she walks over, she bends down, and she undoes that little snap at the top. Gene Simmons is like in the wings eating a sandwich. <laughs> like, yeah, we, we've got a 20-minute break. Yeah, Gene's yeah, taking a dump. Yeah, yeah, Gene's just over there like having a hoagie. Wouldn't that be awesome? Like, <laughs> just getting paid to eat his sandwich. You know, life Five is good. Five more minutes, Paul. Five when more Gene minutes. Gene Simmons' life is good. Extend it. Bring Paul, it out. Keep going. Yeah, he's over there giving him the keep going sign, you know? <laughs> he's just sitting on a bucket on the side. Keep going. I got to get Keep talking, man. This. Keep talking. It's like Paul's eating a sandwich and Peter's taking a dump. You got to keep... Oh, no. Eric Carr, sorry. Eric Carr. They haven't revived Ace yet. 
we can't continue to play until they've gotten some of the booze out of his system. This might be Bruce Kulik. I can't remember which member of Kiss is in this band at this moment. All right, here we go. So now she's unbuttoning the... I like he has the sound effects. He goes... For removing the buttons. All right, here we go. She does the next one. She goes... Next one. She opens up my pants. Uh-oh. She chips her hand out to make sure it's not too cold, and she sticks it down the front. And she pulls out. <laughs> and now he makes it look like he just pulled out like a fire hose. Pastrami. Yes. Jeans pastrami. <laughs> she pulls out my diseased penis and says, my lord, I understand why you're here. I said to her, honey, that ain't no pistol. What is it, Paul? Tell us. I, I have no idea where you're going with this. What? I don't know. I said, honey, that ain't no pistol. That's mine. They go straight into Beth. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be rad. <laughs> like Paul didn't get the memo. <laughs> ding, 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 yeah. ding, ding. That'd be ding. sick. <laughs> so, it's <laughs> the now, most incredible lead into a song, and we're all in the office just oh, in tears. Oh, like, this is the stupidest thing. And I remember being a kid thinking, Paul is a rock god. Before we went when into this. When you're four, yeah. Four, By the 14. time you're six, you're like, huh. Four, 14, 24, 84, I was 10. Yeah. I was 10. Uh, wow. Yeah. Now, Glenn, you did mention that people let me get this off my chest. It was an album of yes. just Paul's uh Yeah, it's banter. incredible. It's you, hilarious. You can find it on YouTube. It's up there. Nice. All 70 tracks. 70. 70. 70 tracks. It's just, and it's just, a, it's a whole record of that. People! <laughs> Dude, that yeah. is, that's like, I mean, there's no one better at being a front man. I'd pay to go just watch that. Yeah. Like, there's no band. It's just him up there hyping songs, but never playing one. I'd be like, 2650, I'm there. I would pay See two. you at the Paramount. Dude, one of my favorite <laughs> you know? concerts was seeing Paul Stanley with his backing band, which I think was the backing band for that In Excess. Uh, oh, no. I can't remember. It was like one of those bands, like The Voice or something like the backing band. Rockstar like, Supernova. I think that might have been one. And he did the showbox at the market and performed. So I went and Great saw show. that. Great show. Oh my gosh, yeah. dude! They did. He did maybe two solo songs, and the rest were Kiss songs. Just entertaining as hell. Yeah. yeah. Now, yeah. and I'm watching them. I mean, honestly, maybe 20 feet from me is Paul Stanley from Kiss. Just and he killed it. He crushed it. Now, somebody said, like, the first top comment on this is uh -oh. that if you're not listening to this at .5 speed, you're doing yourself a disservice. I feel that we're doing oh. ourselves a disservice if I don't play this at .5 speed. Oh, so we're doing up, it. Yeah. yeah, so let's, uh, this is just uh -oh. going right in the middle so of it. Drunk so I have Paul? no idea what's going on. This is Drunk Paul Stanley. This is fitting. <laughs> that seems that <team> stomach <laughs> from the uh, pastrami. <laughs> Excuse me. It's actually the red. As fronted by Tron Carter. <laughs> I tell you something. When you're down in the dumps. Yeah. And you need something to bring you up. Uh-huh. 
Your love gun. They go straight in the back. What's that? I can't That's awesome. <laughs> it was cold gin time again. Cold how? gin time 30 again. 30 gins in. Hey, I mean, how much time do you think he spends on... I would love to interview Paul just about his in-between song banter and just ask him, hey, how much... What kind of preparation? Do you prepare like a comic where you're like, I got a notepad, and you're like, you know what would be a good point? Like, here's my here's my beats, here's this, here's that. Or does he just start winging it and say, I'm going to just say a bunch of ridiculous stuff? I think stuff. he just wings it, man. You think he's just that? Well, but I think he's got some selling points. Like, yeah. he knows he's going to yeah. reference the following His topics. bullet point list. Yeah. He's like, if he went to work for QVC, he would own. Oh, like you'd gosh, be buying yeah. that samurai sword, no question asked. And all I wanted was Tupperware, and I That's ended right. up with a samurai oh, sword. Oh, you couldn't even change the yeah. channel, because yeah. Paul was on there like, you need this ladder to climb high. Dude, I remember... When you people want to get high, use your hands and come right back down. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I remember when um, I saw him in Albany, New York, and Albany's got like, the Adirondacks, the mountains. He's like, mm. I know... I'm looking out there, and I thought that the Adirondacks were the only place that had the nicest mountains, but I'm looking at all these fine women showing off their mountains. He's oh, like, he does a little I'm, bit of prep there. A little, a little local nod. I thought that was cool. Nice. He said, you know, he's like brought it all together. He studies up. Yeah. He yeah. knew Adirondacks were mountains. I'm saying, man. He could sell iced Eskimos. He could sell ketchup popsicles to a woman in white dresses. Wow. Whether you like the band or not, you can't All they're deny entertaining is F. Paul Stanley is one of the greatest front men ever <laughs> for the ridiculous nature <laughs> of what he does. Treasure. Yeah. Tell David Lee Roth I can still do splits, people. Yeah, yeah. People. <laughs> people. <laughs> All right, check out another voicemail. <laughs> Hi, guys. It's Mama. Mama. Been thinking about you a lot lately. Hope you're doing okay. I love you all. Aww. And I don't know if Hawknado has told you, but I fell again and Aww. broke the same arm. The Jeez. elbow. Painful. Really painful. painful. But I'm doing okay. And uh, I hope you guys are, are really doing good. I love you and I think of you often. Aww. Bye-bye. Bless your heart, sweetheart. Please take care of your yeah. arm, Mama. Yeah. We love you. I hate to hear that. No, that sucks. Ah, much love to you, Mama. We love you, and happy... Uh, I don't, dude, this is actually our last show before Thanksgiving. I just thought about that. Yeah, it, it is. Next week, we're doing Live Day. Hopefully, you can join us. Uh, all of us are going to be there. Glenn is our maestro of music. <laughs> He's got a lot of uh, projects in his hands. Yeah. My, my, my hands are very full. I yep. would say also Kyle Quartz's hands yes. are... Uh, Kyle... Courts Cahans. Oh my God. <laughs> That's a band name if ever there was a band name. Yep. Kyle Courts Cahans are also steal extraordinarily. Ziggy's child's full. name for a band name, Glenn. Come it's on. It's an honor to Cahans that we name a band after him. Kyle Courts Cahans. Yes. And so both of you guys are doing a crap ton for live day on the musical Oof. side. Uh, so that's going to be happening on Tuesday. Go to KISW.com for all the details or listen to it live on the air from 6 to 10 a.m. And then again from 2 to 6 p.m., both us and the men's room doing everything live. And Bruiser Brody will be playing. Yes. Windowpane's going to be playing. Yes. It's going to be a great time. Paul Stanley's going to do an in-between song banter. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be fantastic. <laughs> uh, and then the following Tuesday, I'm gone because it's Thanksgiving and I'm in New York. 
Cool. That yeah. is so cool. Nice. Spent I, can't wait, with fam, yeah. I can't wait to hear your stories about just going back to uh, New York. It's going to be an overwhelming experience to it's the point where we cold. We, yes, it's going to be cold. <laughs> so between the cold and the overwhelming amount of family stuff that we're going to be doing in New Jersey, uh, just because of the amount of time that we have off, we're going to spend seven days with my family, Whew. and then we're taking a vacation. <laughs> And we're going to Disney World. <laughs> nice. Just to get away from the family. Yeah. I felt like I wouldn't feel good doing it if we only had, like, you know, where I could only do like four days. But I was like, man, we're going to be with them for six or seven days. Are you going to Disney in Florida or Disney in, uh, in California? Florida. Florida. Yeah. The way we worked out the travel, oh. like I did the like Travelocity or Expedia, one of them. I can't remember which one, whichever one was the cheapest. <laughs> and the price was exactly the same. Like the, 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 the extra trip to Florida didn't add anything to our trip wow. yeah, coming back home. So we're like, let's do it. We found Score. an Airbnb. Yeah, that right next to that is uh, Universal Paramount, <laughs> which is pretty amazing, like Twilight Zone, the ride, and all that kind of stuff. The Harry Potter ride. We're it's, gonna, it's, it's as cool, if not cooler, than Disney. We're doing it's right next door. Our goal is to do two days at Disney World and one day wherever Harry Potter is. Yeah. Because my wife wants to do that. We've <laughs> sure. already done it, but they've added more stuff to it. So that's, oh. that's, that's truly the main reason why we're going. Get that butterbeer. But, and I've never been to Disney World, so I'm going to. Just to rub it in my parents' face. I'm like, all these years, I've asked you to take me to Disney World and you failed me. I had and to now, do it on I, my own. Yeah, now after right. Thanksgiving, I'm leaving yeah. you guys and I'm Ow. going to Disney World. So hopefully you have a good argument where I could say it. I'm going where you never took me. <laughs> and then your dad's just like when you try to run away. He's like, just go. Yeah. Fine. I'll pack for you. Yeah. Like, blood is on your hands. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, one more voicemail and then we're going to bone out. Excuse me. I just read the statistic that most people check their phones on average 34 times a day. Oh, and I have to tell you, you know more. what? Yeah. I didn't really realize it until I was out with this chick the other night, and she totally blew me off. She couldn't stop texting her friends, and she was like, everything that we were talking about, she started Googling, she started looking it up. I mean, I barely even make eye contact with this chick because she just kept like staying on her phone. And all I wanted to do was just sit there and just talk to her and have a nice conversation and whatever. But, like, the entire time she was on her phone, I, I, I'll probably, like, never see her again because of it. I just told her to get the damn phone out of her hands. <laughs> yeah, She's got to have something in her hands, dude. Yeah. She should replace the phone with something else. Oh, dear. I do miss the days of Why my... don't you look up this? People? You know what I mean, people? Warm up your hands a little bit. Stick it in there. Uh, I do miss the days of just having a conversation where you didn't need to Google everything. You know yeah. what? Why don't we just have an argument where one of us is truly wrong and we just don't know until later? <laughs> like I was <laughs> usually drinking with the buddies. Yeah. Like, we'll just do that. And it'd be like, you know, I don't believe you, but I don't care enough to go. Google this. Google this. I'd rather yell at you for the next hour as we're doing shots. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I love those days. Arguing for the sake of nothing, no reason. <laughs> I swear they made it to the Stanley Cup Finals. No, they didn't. Now it's a go. I'll just Google it. Oh, yeah. Well, that just ended that fun conversation. Right. <laughs> Bastards. Yeah. Glenn, what's going on in your world, my man, besides Live Day? Anything? Uh, <laughs> Congratulations well, on the Kickstarter. Yeah, yeah. So did we? Yeah. The last time we talked, they had three it hours had, to yeah, go. Had three, so yeah, <laughs> my goal was to try and hit six grand, which I wasn't sure I could do, and I think it was ten thousand four hundred and sixty. Yeah, over the ten yeah. G's. So awesome. Um, which is really really cool. Uh, I'm like super, really really blown away by that. Um, just really touched by that level of support, and um, definitely frees me up quite a bit. Uh, financially to yeah. make a really great record. Um, Brett and I are kind of doing some studio hunting right now, and 
Hoping to get into the studio middle of December if that works out. I don't know if that's going to work out yet or not, but that's the plan. Oh, I can't wait to hear. Yeah, it. the original plan was end of November, but I made I put all this in progress before Castle was like, "Hey, Glenn, live days the twentieth. Go Let's go!" go. It, it turned my world completely on its ear. Oh god! But um, so that's going on. Um, and I'm really excited about that. That's that's really 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 cool. Um, of course, I can't wait to get a copy day. of it in my hands. Oh man, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to put my hands and heart right into that baby. I hope you do. See what we come up with. But uh, so yeah, live. Live day, and then um, after live day, uh, Thursday, December 6th, um, the Bike Club, uh, West Seattle Wrecking Crew, is putting together, That's or right. has put together a big event um, for Life Center Northwest. They're they're heavily involved. Um, they're the ones that, uh, basically, if you're an organ donor, they place your organs. And um, Joel Eggert, who we've talked about on the program, who, mm-hmm. who passed away. Who inspired um, the West Seattle Wrecking Crew. and was a, a, had a group of great friends, including yeah. yourself and our friend Richie from Thunder Beast. And That's right. So many other people that we all know are just we're motorcycle riding crew. Yeah. And, and when he passed, the, yeah, the yeah, West was, Seattle Wrecking Crew was made was in of honor born, of him. Yeah, yeah. It was always his dream to start a club. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of, that was how all that started. But the lady who received his heart is coming down to the That's event. heavy, man. Wow. That's really cool. Pretty cool. Um, there's going to be speakers there from Life Center. Um, Jonas from 10 Miles Wild. Wild Jonas from 10 Miles Wide's playing. Uh, Intasar's playing. She's Wide got an only voice. The, Oh, dude, she's incredible. Yeah. yeah. Um, Wide Only in the Wreckage is playing. Nice. Um, Siren Sisters playing. That's one of Jeff Rouse's bands with, the, I think, the guys from Vendetta Red. That was the that? band that uh, Zach started after Vendetta Red That's with right. uh, Leif, uh, who, be- long story, but he wasn't the original member of Vendetta Red, but he be- joined the band towards the end on guitar. The band Vendetta Red, which was a band that Peter Parker used to play with a lot. I love those guys. They were so great and so underrated, and I thought that they were going to become one of the biggest bands in the world. It just didn't happen. Um, but uh, they ended up breaking up and then starting Siren Sister, yeah. and Jeff was a part of that as That's well. Right, so yeah. just doing double duty. Yeah, double duty because Bruiser Brody's playing that uh, as well. So yeah. that's Thursday, December 6th, um, which is killer. And then, uh, yeah, after that. Hopefully, I'll be in the studio making a record. Nice. Or just recovering from Live Day in December 6th. There you nice. go. I feel like I haven't slept in a year, and Live Day is still a week away. Oh, man. It's going to be a tough one. Yeah. It's going to be fun. It's going to be an amazing- It always is. Journey. Yes. Yeah. So that's what's going on in my world. Life is good. Rev, anything going on in your world? Uh, not really right now. Just uh, waiting because tomorrow I'll start playing Fallout. And uh, have you done Red Dead Redemption yet? Yes. Is it cool? Oh my god, I love this stupid game, bro. I've got a great story <laughs> about. It. I don't. I don't play Didn't it. it. Gross like 156 oh. billion, like 700 million dollars. Yeah, you, you can't made, even count to the number on yeah, both hands. It made. <laughs> <laughs> it made more money in eight days than the first game made in eight years. <laughs> I didn't even know Red Dead Redemption 1. So all I've walked in on is Red Dead, Red Dead Redemption 2. And yeah. I was at the gym the other day doing some wrestling chain stuff, and Steve West was there. Oh, and he hurt himself. Steve West. He hurt himself recently, but so he hasn't been able to do much because his back has been hurting. So he's been playing a lot of Red Dead Redemption. And he's telling us a story about how, yeah, I was doing this, blah, blah, blah. And it's like so much like GTA type vibe, but it's GTA. With horses. With, with horses. Yeah, yeah, totally. And he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm in this open field, and I see this really cool horse. I'm like, screw it. I'm going to I'm gonna train this horse, and it's going to be my horse. Like, that's in the video game. Mm-hmm. So he gets to the horse. He trains the horse. It's now his horse. 
out of nowhere comes his old horse, and his old horse just freaking snipes the new horse <laughs> and just takes that horse out to the point where now he has to kill the new horse oh. because the new, the new horse is dying. And so he kills the new horse, and now he's back with his old horse that he didn't know where it yeah, was. I've heard all kinds of stuff. Like, if you don't take care of yourself, you can get tuberculosis. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you actually have to... Like it's it's more than just a video game. Like it's sort of a, almost like an RPG in a yeah, way. Yeah, it's like, like a survival to, RPG with yeah. a lot of that stuff. You got to do a lot of those things. A lot of walking, or a lot horse of walking, riding. a lot of horse riding. I think the worst thing that I've done, and not even on accident, but I was playing and I was kind of tired, and it was like an escort quest. I found an old lady who had been not an old lady, but a lady who had been basically like taken out by her horse. Her horse fell over and her she leg was stuck by under it. Just like this. <laughs> so I helped I helped a horse off of her and I got her on onto my horse and I'm heading back to town to take her back to town. Well, in my like in real life, I was kind of tired and maybe a little uh, inebriated while I was playing, and so I was kind of dozing off as we're playing. And I ran the horse into the, a bridge, and basically we just went ass over tea kettle. Both of us <laughs> launched, and then my quest was over because she got launched into the thing and died. Oh, you! <laughs> wow. Yeah. We yeah. Uh, lend a helping hand. Yeah, dude, yeah. I mean. Don't uh, yeah, yeah. Don't dr- <laughs> don't drink and ride a horse. <laughs> I'd crack it up here in these stories. It makes me want to get this game. It's a fantastic. It's a fantastic game. I, I have to love buy it. the console. Yeah, I don't have a. I, don't I, have, have, I have an Xbox One. I don't have a, a PS4. I have a PS2. Oh, you're a little I, bit behind. Yeah, I, bought, I bought a PS4 for this. Whoa. I mean, there were other reasons. Like yeah. I needed. Worth I needed, it. Uh huh. Worth it. Yes. Well, it cost like four hundred bucks. Or yeah, something? it was. Yeah, four hundred bucks. Plus, I had a couple of GameStop uh, cards. So mm. I had a couple of uh, like turn in cards from uh, turn in my Wii way back in the day. Nice right. and all that stuff. So yeah, it uh, it was wor- it's definitely worth that. Uh, speaking of Steve West, uh, I have a big wrestling weekend. This is a weekend where my wife's not going to see me. I've got Friday oh, no. night, uh, 3 to one battle, as always. That's always mm-hmm. a blast. Uh, hopefully you guys can make it out if you want to see some great weird wrestling. And the, the name of it's great. You mentioned Pink Floyd. Uh, the, the, the moniker for this week's uh, 3 to one battle at Evolve Fitness is Dark Side of the Moonsault. Oh, nice! Funny. So it's got the whole logo. Moon salt. Moon salt's a move in wrestling. Yeah, it's a, a it's a backflip off of the top rope. Yeah, it's not cocaine. No. Oh. Unless you want it to be. Yeah, unless you want it to. I'm I just mean, thinking moon salt. Yeah, sometimes, I mean, I mean, sometimes we do it take bumps in wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> you just put a little bit on the back the, of your can or you yeah. use it to surface. It's a body bump. But yeah, you do whatever you want with it. Well, anyway, so that's happening on uh, Friday night. On Saturday, I'm going to be in Marysville, and I'm actually going to be wrestling at this one. So that's oh. going to be a lot of fun. I'm part of a tag team. Me and uh, uh, Debashi, I believe, are a team, and that's going to be fun. Let me find out the details. Now, is that local celebrity Steve Miggs or this is that will be, Steve Miggs? No, this will be local celebrity Steve Steve Miggs. Oh. And I'm on the flyer for this one, which is pretty cool. Yeah. There I am. Looking right. very kind of proud of yourself. Oh, a local, local celebrity. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, local celebrity. Oh, that's Steve cool. Miggs. Yeah, so uh, that's uh, it's happening on Saturday uh, the 17th at the Living Room Coffee House in Marysville. So get some coffee and watch some wrestling, brother. We're turning the <laughs> coffee house into the Combat Cathedral. <laughs> That's what the name of it is. That's awesome. Uh, welcome to the Combat Cathedral, uh, Combat Pro Wrestling, and uh, that all starts at 5, thir- 5 o'clock, doors open, 5.30, bell time. Suggested donation is 10 bucks, but it's free, so if you want to be a cheap ass and not pay... No, you donate, brother. local celebrity will look down upon you, but... You can do that if you want. <laughs> <laughs> and then on Sunday, I am going to be in Everett. 
and it's part of uh, Without a Cause Wrestling. Your local celebrity, Steve Miggs, will be <laughs> yeah. there as well. Wow. I don't know what I'm going to be doing, but I'll be causing some problems, I would imagine. <laughs> and if you just go to, <laughs> you go to Facebook, uh, just type in Without a Cause, you'll be able to pull up their uh, event stuff but uh, and get tickets in advance. But that's happening at 2725 Oaks Avenue. It's the Normana Lodge. Uh, really cool people that work there. And you can get some Aquavit, which is a really awesome alcohol. I don't know oh, what it is, but right. it's freaking great. And that's where I got it the last time. Uh, that all starts around 3.30 in the afternoon. So oh, it's uh, nice. an early show because, of course, I got to get up early. The local yeah. celebrity has to entertain hundreds of thousands of people. Hundreds. Not just the hundreds oh, that show thousands. up in Everett. Brother. Brother. <laughs> <laughs> Levi, obviously lots of stuff going on with you, my man. Dude, I just... <laughs> the Gahans is just the one, dude. You just totally lost it. I just lost it. I'm putting my Gahans on some people on <laughs> Saturday and Sunday, brother. <laughs> We're going to be getting our Gahans into some, fixing some <laughs> fixing some Thanksgiving dinners for uh, some of the homeless down in Tacoma. That'll nice. be us. I don't have that... Uh, Two Five Trees has a shop over on 38th Street, and mm-hmm. the day after Thanksgiving on the 23rd, we'll be uh, over there having a little shimday, little party, nice. and uh, making some some food for the homeless That's again, awesome. and taking them down to the uh, shelter on uh, Puyallup well, Avenue. Nice. So, the three of us sound help like us. real heartless ass. <laughs> like, rock, video games, wrestling, helping the homeless. Levi's like, I'm gonna feed people, but thanks, guys. <laughs> you got <laughs> 400 bucks for gaming console. <laughs> Sweet. How many meals does that buy? Wow. <laughs> Stories, guys, but I'm feeding the homeless. Save the best we need for help. <laughs> we need help, so come down. So uh, uh, people can reach out to you. Do Lion Pride music yeah. on uh, yeah, Facebook. Do, do it on my that. personal page, Levi Lion. Levi Lion. Yeah. L Y O N. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah, and also you. party buses, of course. You guys are the best. Uh, if you want to have a great time, get yourself a Levi Lion Pride party bus. Mm-hmm. Maybe if you're lucky, Rich will be the guy driving it. Yeah. Only yeah. if you're lucky. That's Hero right. status <laughs> achieved. But I'd say if you get Rich, you're in for a great time. He's yep. an awesome dude. He's always fun to hang out with. And he won't lose you. No, he won't lose you. He gets home safe. <laughs> <laughs> and you can just go to Lion Pride Music and find out all that great information with the Long Beach Rehab. Thank Those you again to, shows, yeah. to, to Q-Ball. He was awesome. Him and his head tattoo. <laughs> Thanks to Raj from Green Day. And I, I don't know what happened to DJ Yella. He was going to call in too. Was he really? He'll, he'll be on the tour. Come, come hang out with Yella. I didn't know he was supposed to call. <laughs> I was trying to get him to, but... I didn't see anything, so he didn't call. All right, well... (laughs) Yeah, he's got a lot on his hands. <laughs> All right, why don't we get out of here? So much stuff going on. Hey, thank thanks to everyone who has always for listening and happy yeah. Thanksgiving, man. Have yeah. a great yeah. holiday. We hope to see you at um at Live Day. And if not, hopefully we'll see you at Highway 99 Blues Club uh December December sixth. December sixth of Thursday night. And it's an early show, so it's not like it's yeah. gonna be us going on at midnight. I think everything starts no, at like seven. Yeah, it starts early and ends early. I mean, we know it's a school night. I think the whole show will be wrapped up by ten thirty or eleven o'clock at the latest. So Perfect. come on out and support. It's gonna be really cool. Those tickets are available at Highway 99 Blues Club, and I would say maybe get on that because they're selling like hotcakes. And Parker from Queensryche is going to be there as well. That's Sweet. correct. I think we're going to try and work it out to get Parker to jam a song with Brody. So Nice. Yeah, we'll have to figure that out, but mm. it'll be really cool. We'll make him sing something. The hands all over. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> we'll make him sing. I'm sure he's happy about that. Yeah, burden in my hands, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, how about this? So we're going home in New York. The day we leave for Disney World, the Hold Steady starts a four or five night residency in Brooklyn. And I was like, to celebrate the release of this record. No, it starts the day we leave. Oh! Stay positive, you bastards.